step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's info at thesportscircus.com. Drive your sales today by advertising with the Sports Circus. KCAA Loma Linda. 1050 AM. 106.5 FM. And now 102.3 FM. California headline news. Strange twist in the case of that plane that crashed into a home on Super Bowl Sunday in Yorba Linda, killing five people. The pilot was one of those killed, and the mystery surrounds him. Investigators found a Chicago police badge and a laminated card identifying Antonio Pestini, the pilot, as a retired Chicago police officer. But the sheriff's department got a call from Chicago police telling them the badge and card looked fake and that Antonio Pustini was never a police officer in Chicago. Correspondent Alex Stone, fire nearly destroys a Buddhist temple in Garden Grove overnight. Fire crews believing burning candles may have caused it. Quite possibly that um, probably would lead to the ignition. Um, like I said, it's still under investigation. The um, um, My understanding is their celebration was going to start next year, and this is a house of worship. Bill Strong with Garden Grove Fire. A bill aiming to stop illegal robocalls introduced this week. SB 208 would put an end to scammers posing as local callers, which the FCC says is key to making those scams work. Jeff Scott, California News. At AT&T, we believe that access to affordable home internet brings incredible opportunities. Explore a digital world of possibilities and connect with family, friends, and the things that matter most. That's why there's access from AT&T. If you are a California resident and a member of your household participates in SNAP or receives SSI benefits, you may qualify for home internet at a discounted rate of $10 a month. No commitment, no deposit, no installation fee. Plus, get an in-home Wi-Fi gateway at no extra cost. Call 1-855-220-5211 or visit att.com slash aware to learn more. SNAP refers to the Federal Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. SSI refers to the Federal Supplemental Security Income Program. Pricing excludes taxes and fees. Service will include a monthly data allowance depending on the type and speed of service you receive. If you exceed your monthly data plan allowance, you will be automatically charged $10 for each 50 gigabytes of data usage in excess of your data plan, even if less than 50 gigabytes is used. For details about data allowances, go to att.com slash internet dash usage Wi-Fi enabled device required. Other restrictions apply. If you're looking for a full or part-time sales position and you have radio, TV, or print media experience, KCAA has a great opportunity waiting for you that pays the highest commissions in the market. KCAA is the only station in the IE that broadcasts on three frequencies, so advertisers receive three ads for one low rate. This makes KCAA a must-buy for every local business. If you're interested in a sales position with us, email CEO at KCAARadio.com. 
Hi, everyone. It's Yanitza Munoz from the publications Maxim, FHM, and Sports Illustrated. So being a model, I have to work out a lot. It's tough staying in shape, especially keeping my abs. Until I discovered TC1 Gel. TC1 Gel is a thermogenic gel that you rub on your waist 15 minutes before exercising. Then simply put on the TC1 sweat belt and start your workout. You'll sweat like crazy and feel the burn. It focuses on boosting circulation, increasing perspiration. It activates body heat, reduces muscle fatigue, and burns off more calories. Get your TC1 gel now. Go to tc1gel.com and use the code RADIO30 for 30% off discount on this amazing product. tc1gel.com and get your abs back or just get in shape. Follow their Instagram at tc1gel. Are you having trouble sleeping? Are you always tired and worn out? Is it affecting your work and personal life? Well, South Pacific Sleep Lab can help you out. South Pacific Sleep Lab provides a personal study of your sleep patterns. With their trained specialists, they will diagnose your sleep habits and will give you a prognosis for getting a great relaxing night of sleep. South Pacific Sleep Lab has locations throughout Southern California, including Fontana, and will provide transportation to any of their locations at no cost to you. To find out more, give them a call at 844 844- SAD5050. That's 844-SAD5050. South Pacific Sleep Lab. Start resting easy and sleeping sound today. Aaron here from On the Brink Morning Show, where we talk about all that is engaging in the Inland Empire. News, politics, business, family, things to do, and so much more. Join us weekdays from 6 to 7 a.m. on KCAA 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, and 1050 AM, or on KCAARadio.com. San Bernardino, Loma Linda, Rialto listens to KCAA Radio. Welcome to Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. Here's to Your Health discusses the current thinking and wellness, bringing you the most influential thinkers in beauty, fitness, and longevity. Your host, Joshua Lane, was part of the Dr. Ann Wigmore team that helped bring wheatgrass, sprouts, and raw foods to a worldwide audience. And now the host of Here's to Your Health, Joshua Lane. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane, and my guest, Edward Weidenfeld, is working in the cannabis business now with a company called District Cannabis, and he uh, is going to be opening a new facility. Uh, The Planning Commission just uh, uh, agreed to it, 46,500 square feet greenhouse and a 13,000 square foot pond. Uh, in, I guess, the Hagerstown, in his Hagerstown facility. And this is a, an impressive an event. Edward Weidenfeld, uh, back in the early 80s, was an attorney uh, working with uh, President Ronald Reagan. So this kind of seems like uh, maybe a little bit of a turnaround. Thanks for being a guest on the show. Well, Josh, thank you for having me. And the turnaround is not so shocking as you might think. I was, in fact, not uh, in a league with Ed Slinger, but I did believe the war on drugs was a war worth fighting until 
I learned from personal experience the healing powers of marijuana on the one hand and on the other, the way that marijuana possession was being used as a means of social control of minorities. It reached a point where we were spending more money on keeping people in prison than feeding the hungry and sheltering the homeless, I believe. Yes, yes. So, Mr. Weidenfeld, so now you are a man, you are in your mid-70s? Yes, I'm 75 years old. And uh, did you suffer a health challenge that, so you began to use cannabis because of that health challenge? What was your health challenge? The health challenge was a condition called, is a condition called Parkinson's disease, which is a diminution of the neurotransmitters available to give instruction to the body. For example, my speech may sound slow or halting to you. I hear it played back as it used to be. Ah. May I ask you, what do you think caused your Parkinson's? Do you have a, it's multifactorial, but what do you think was the contributing factor for you? I think first it takes up genetic, but I grew up in the industrial Midwest in a great city called Akron, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And I, I can remember seeing the tire factory pouring their sewage effluent into the local water supply. And I... An unknown origin, exposure to lead, mercury, cadmium, aluminum, God knows what kind of plastics in Akron, which was, what, is, isn't Akron the, the tire capital of the world, or it was? It was the tire capital of the world, and now it's really specializing in alternate materials like Kevlar, mm. and there was no real concept of environmental degradation in the 50s and 60s when I grew up it was just getting this giant engine that our economy moving as fast as it could move was the objective. Yes, yes. I, I remember the 50s and 60s uh, well myself, and you're right. Unfortunately, there was much less understanding and control about uh, problems with pollution. Uh, one of my friends remembers he was living in Cleveland when, uh, when the river caught fire. He actually tells me that his father happened to be there and called that one into the, to the local fire department about the problem with the river catching on fire. So that's an interesting little... You probably remember that, too. That got a lot of press. Now I remember that well, and it is the perfect dream for the attitude toward the environment. Yes. Now, what about, so when did you first begin to use uh, medicinal cannabis, cannabis sativa? When did you discover it? And what did it do for you? I discovered cannabis in college, but really had very little to do with it until I was diagnosed with Parkinson's and searching for any innovative technique that might prolong the neurodegeneration or even be neuroprotective. I read of the work of a Dr. Mishulam in Israel using cannabis. Uh, first, I think he discovered 
discovered cannabis and then began to use it for relief from some of the stiffness of Parkinson's because the plant is a great anti-inflammatory. Doctor, anyway, I discussed this with several neurologists, all of whom advised me that they were skeptical but did not see any harm to my trying cannabis if I knew where it came from. Mm -hmm. In other words, none of this buying from a friend of a friend stuff in a bag that you don't know if it's had fungus, heavy metals, rodenticide, pesticide, or other material that would further burden my already burdened immune system. Yes. Through my children, who I asked where, if they were to get it, they would get it. I met my now partner, Andras Kirschner, who is a uh, degreed horticulturalist and experienced uh, grower of cannabis, initially as a customer and ultimately as a partner in the District of Columbia, where our product is called DC District Cannabis, and in Maryland, where our company is Maryland Cultivation and Processing. I see. And so now you made a comment about the quality of the cannabis. Now, what is the quality of your cannabis? How can you determine that it does not contain heavy metals or pesticide residue? What is the process you're using? environment meets the high standard of botanical extraction. Second, we control the environment with natural pesticides whenever possible. We do testing ourselves as well as subjective material to third-party testing. And in general, we remind everybody that what we're growing may be used by the public, but we're growing it for ourselves, and one of us has particular concerns with the purity of product. Now, excuse me, uh, we're chatting with uh, Ed Weidenfeld, and uh, Ed, uh, now, the again, the, the cannabis you're growing, you're selling it legally in Washington, D.C., is that correct? That's correct. And it's being sold in the stores that are allowed to sell cannabis products, and you have it in a form of what? Lotion and capsules and liquid, is that it? We have various ratios of THC, the more psychoactive component, and CCVDs, the less psychoactive component, and those different ratios are available in capsules, salves, tinctures, vaporizer cartridges, pre-rolls, lozenges, and food chocolate. Ed, I, Ed, I have this question, if you don't mind me asking this. So who is going into your shop? Is it, uh, is it men and women our age? Is it people who are in their 50s? 60s, 70s? Is it 20-year-olds? Who's going in your shop? First, let me explain they're not our shop. We don't operate at the retail level, although mm-hmm. some cultivators do. We operate strictly to sell to retail dispensaries where people who have a doctor's card are able to purchase. And I think our demographics are almost equally divided between the millennials and baby boomers. Mm-hmm. 
In other words, the under 35 and over 60 seem to me anecdotally, I haven't really done a survey to be where our customers are concentrated. And can I ask you a personal question? You know, we're coming to the end of our interview. Has the use of cannabis sativa, the use of the products with THC and CBD in them, which your products contain, have they helped you on a personal level? Absolutely, without reservation. In what way, sir? First, I should caution that anybody with Parkinson who is going to medicate and be in coordination with their physician or neurologist. But having said that, this plant is more effective anti-inflammatory than the aspirin, which damages your stomach. The steroidal and non-steroidal products that damage your liver, it is a great mood elevator. It has a quality of bringing you into the present and as people with degenerative diseases be so full of anxiety that they can't get in the moment. Sure. We have simply run out of time for interview. Our guest has been Edward Weidenfeld, who is an estate and asset protection lawyer who served as general counsel to Ronald Reagan's 1980 presidential campaign. Uh, talking about the benefit he has seen as a man with Parkinson's uh, with his uh, problems using the uh, his district cannabis brand of cannabis, which contains THC and CBD oil, which is now so terribly popular, it's really remarkable. Three years ago, it came out of the woodwork, and now it's just a six hundred. It's almost a six hundred million dollar a year business, and they project growth of more than twenty percent every year. It's just remarkable. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We're going to take a short break. And we'll be right back after these important messages. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great-tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right, Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. That's right, ask for Carlson Norwegian fish oils today. Hello, health seekers. It's John Harrison with Dolmacha. Looking for green tea powder to add to your hot and cold beverages, smoothies, and shakes? Dolmacha matcha green tea from Japan is a great choice grown on our farms in Kagoshima and Kyoto, Japan, where matcha green tea originated. Dolmacha great tasting, good for you. Dolmacha brand matcha green tea you can use every day for that nice pick-me-up without the jitters of coffee. Try our Dolmacha brand matcha green tea. See for yourself how much you enjoy it. This is John Harrison. Thank you for your time. We're back. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane, and my guest is Nick Delgado. 
Nick is one of the regular contributors to Here's to Your Health, and Nick has his PhD out of uh, Loma Linda, and as I always like to mention, uh, was a uh, originally read Nathan Pritikin's first work, and was influenced by Nathan Pritikin, and worked closely with Nathan Pritikin, and Nathan Pritikin, the engineer who did such good work on wellness in the United States, emphasizing nutrition for its healing role in the body and heart disease and other health problems. And uh, Nick always has some very good topics for us. We've discussed uh, problems with skin issues and hormonal issues. And uh, today, Nick has a subject which he's, which he's touched on many times before, and it will be about his new book on love, sex, and intimacy. Nick, thanks for being a guest. I do appreciate it. Hey, it's great to be with you, Josh. You know, having this topic of the new book coming out in time for Valentine's Day is so exciting because relationships are probably amongst the most important values that all of us hold. I mean, obviously, what's important to people? Relationships, health, and probably wealth or their career. So those three things are amongst the most important things that all of us really should pay attention to. But oftentimes, much like health is ignored when people are pursuing their careers and financial gain, many times relationships suffer. In fact, one of the number one reasons why relationships fail is because they don't have their finances together. So they all kind of interconnect. And if you don't have your health, how can you enjoy your relationship? So that's why these three factors or values that we all hold as as have in common as humans are so important. Don't you agree, Josh? Actually, Nick, I, I do agree. And at this point, let me just mention for the listeners that you have worked closely with Tony Robbins for many, many years, but also uh, Mark Victor Hansen likes your work, and so does John Gray, who wrote the very popular book, you know, uh, what was it, Venus and Mars, I forget, uh, you know. Which yeah, was, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Which was such a big <laughs> hit when it came out uh, a number of years ago. So you seem to understand the emotional component uh, you know, vis-a-vis our health. And so, so what is what has your work led to to understand about love and relationships? Well, I, I think like many people, I, I come into this world and I look forward to engaging with or making a relationship. And of course, in my case, I was fortunate that I met my wife at that time, uh, actually while I was in high school. And her and I got together and we got married shortly after high school, which is, you know, quite young. I mean, I was 18 years old, and I, I think sometimes we think we're mature and we know everything by the time we're 18, don't you think? Well, I guess so. I don't remember, really. It's been a while. So. <clears throat> <laughs> well, we uh, together then uh, shortly after uh, had a baby and uh, brought that child into the world, and so I had a lot to deal with uh, with going to USC, the university, and uh, working as well on summers and and then, you know, really just trying to figure out, uh, you know, as a young man, um, how to uh, keep my relationship in good order and and keep it on a happy status. But after five years of being together, my wife told me that I was a lousy lover. And it it, it was very embarrassing. It was discouraging and upsetting. And I, I didn't take it in an angry way. I took it in a way that kind of the scientific background that I have, I was really curious where I had gone wrong and what I could do to save my marriage. And so I went about reading as many books as I could on the subject. I, I reviewed the medical literature. I tried to understand um, what it was that I had missed as, as a young man. And uh, you know, why I wasn't able to please my wife. And it, it was really uh, 
revealing to me after I studied Kinsey, the famous uh, sex researcher from Indiana University, and I started studying the work of Masters and Johnson, uh, who came about a little bit later in the 1960s. And, of course, there's even a television show um, that represents uh, the Masters and Johnson's work uh, that was on for a series of programs on television. And also Kinsey was the subject of a, a movie that the, an Academy Award was awarded for, uh, the work uh, of that show. Now, so what I learned was that men assume that they know what a woman likes and enjoys in the bedroom. What I realized was that most men have no idea that women take at least 20 minutes to warm up, to communicate, to really show interest on every engagement. So men obviously warm up within two to three minutes, and they're usually ready for uh, sex. And so foreplay is something that's often misunderstood. And I think that the key to the new book, Mastering Love, Sex, and Intimacy, is teaching men and women a whole new way of engaging in their relationship, how to communicate, what it takes for the couple to have hot, sizzling sex, and to really enjoy intimacy at a very deep level. And I know that Tony Robbins uh, had a two-day course during what he called Mastery University. He took two days of relationships, two days for health, two days for financial security and wealth building, and two days for leadership. So he brought some of the world experts from around the world to speak on these subjects. And since I was teaching the health section, Tony Robbins brought in John Gray and other experts, Barbara DeAngelis. And so I got to hear and meet and become friends with these incredible relationship teachers. Later, I was on um, a panel in New York, which I have on our new online course with John Gray, and there was several other esteemed speakers on the subject of love, sex, and intimacy, which led to a 37-year process where I finally completed this book, uh, with John Gray endorsing this book. So I'm really excited that your listeners uh, starting this week can get the uh, online ebook. And uh, by Valentine's Day, we'll be ready to ship the new uh, printed book, uh, Mastering Love, Sex, and Intimacy. Well, good. Well, that, that sounds good. Our guest is Nick Delgado. Nick Delgado is a PhD out of Loma Linda and has been doing this for, you know, more than 30 years and is a regular contributor to Here's to Your Health and, and someone I respect his opinion uh, because Nick has. Nick has a great track record. And so speaking about, you know, love, sex, and intimacy, you mentioned after five years your wife was not happy. So what happened then? Well, I started communicating with my wife. I tried to understand the female way of thinking and what a woman needs in order to be satisfied or to communicate at the subconscious level. And, you know, later books came out, including the five love languages. And uh, this was a well-written book that clearly described that not only women, but men as well, describe, uh, uh, communicate at a very deep level, either auditory, they're highly verbal, and they express love by talking, or they're visual, and they express love by the appearance, by being given gifts. Um, it's very important to a visual person to have a, a nice status, if you will, and uh, to really dress up uh, like you're going out on the town and to not come home all dirty and in grubs, grubs you know. And so uh, another type of love language is called kinesthetic, 
where an individual needs holding and kissing and caressing and be very close touch. And the type of touch is so important to that person. And another love language is one of acts of, of service, where uh, a woman wants her dish, the dishes done or help with the laundry and with the kids. And maybe the man wants some certain things done with his dinner ready when he comes home. So these are what's called acts of service that expresses love to that other individual. We all have elements of these four, uh, and essentially there's a fifth love language that I'll get into in my online course and book. But, you know, when we talk about it, it's important to understand that once we understand uh, what a woman that you are with uh, or your partner is with, what is it that they respond best to? And once that you learn their love language, then it's important to really go about um, the various steps of pleasure, because women have pleasure sites that most men are unaware of. Most men think that sex is really simply engaging and um, uh, basically entering a woman, and that is how she's pleased, which 75% of women report that they never achieve orgasm during each engagement with their significant other. And that statistic still continues and has continued since the early 1950s. Well, so our, our guest is Nick Delgado. So, Nick, you're saying that uh, so vaginal intercourse is not what women find the most uh, stimulating. Is that what you're saying? Is that am I, am I being crude to say that? Is that is that what the question is? You're, you're absolutely yeah. correct. In fact, Kinsey, in his early review of over 400 women, they hired uh, four gynecologists to examine 400 women, and they took simple probes on various areas of the genitalia of women, and they found out that within the vagina, women have no nerve endings whatsoever. However, women, since they can't feel pleasure in the vagina, it's simply a canal, they feel pleasure uh, in the clitoral area, uh, the small appearing organ at the crest of the pubis, but also that clitoris has over eight thousand nerve endings, uh, pleasure nerve endings, that curl inside the body into what's called the G-spot. So the G-spot is not reached during traditional intercourse of any type. The only way that the G-spot can be stimulated is if a woman lays back, and I describe in my book step-by-step how to locate the G-spot, how to stimulate the G-spot, and also simultaneously if you are very skilled following the steps of my book, uh, also how to stimulate the clitoris properly. And really then foreplay becomes what's called main play. I really like another book written besides mine, Mastering Love, Sex, and Intimacy. The other book I like by Ian is called She Comes First. And I cite each of the books that have the correct story. Do you remember the book a long time ago, What um, What... Uh, what she, uh, what everyone wants to know about sex, but was afraid to ask. Yes, that, that, book? that was the root. Was it Dr. Rubin's book? I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very good. And didn't yeah. Woody Allen make a movie uh, with that title, which was kind of a rough movie? I remember seeing it. it was kind of very kind of rough. Yeah, I remember seeing <laughs> very it. Very true. Yeah. Very true. And you know, it's interesting that that book is what. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh. Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch -ch 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 -chum 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I followed with my wife, and it was absolutely wrong. The <laughs> premise of the book was wrong. It was all about getting women in different positions. Of, of sexual intercourse, and it was absolutely wrong. And mm. I followed that to a T, and I learned that that book of my generation was misleading millions of people who bought the book. Yes, yes. Well, and also, can I say this? As an 18 yes. or 19 or 20-year-old young man with an 18, 19, 20-year-old wife, were you expected to really know anything? I mean, did you, I mean, you know, how much could you possibly know as, at that age? You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be crude, but how much can you know? Well, you're right. You know, we don't have, in sex education in school, we're just trained to know about STD and sexually transmitted diseases. Mm -hmm. We're not really taught anything about building rapport, about innuendo and, and fun communication that leads up to building up sexual tension for a woman. We're not taught about how to touch and massage a woman and not go directly to their erogenous zones. We're not shown anything that really would lead to a highly intimate, loving, and very enjoyable sexual outcome for the women. I tell men it's kind of like this. If you were to have a woman attempt to please you by tugging on your scrotum with their fingers, would you expect that to cause a man to have orgasm? The answer is absolutely not, even if she tugged on your scrotum a thousand times. Well, the thousand times you have intercourse with your significant other, she's never going to achieve orgasm unless there's some rare women that can use kind of the power of their mind. They can maybe reach down and stimulate themselves during intercourse or get in a position where they're on top and rub their pubis in the area where the clitoris is getting stimulated. Those are the only known ways. And there's only one way to know if a woman achieves orgasm, and I'm going to save that uh, for the subject of my book, which we're giving as a, a very special gift to your listeners if they simply uh, go to our website, um, we're going to post this special uh, at DelgadoProtocol.com, and they can um, find out about my new book and get a basically an ebook copy uh, uh, for your listeners to, to as an entree to my online course, which is posted right now. If they search for DelgadoProtocol.com and they go to programs, they'll find the online program, uh, and that's where they're going to find uh, the new um, Mastering Love, Sex, and Intimacy course online course available now with the ebook, and then if they order that course, we'll send them a copy of the printed book at no extra charge, just the cost of shipping, which is like, um, you know, $5 shipping. Nick, look, I, I, I like talking to you. You always have interesting and, and, and accurate things to say. So once again, how can the listeners of Here's to Your Health contact you to find out more about your supplements, which I like, you know, uh, frankly, from Delgado Protocol, and also the new book? Well, sure. Um, the phone number to call is 949-720-1554. And the good thing is if they simply ask uh, or visit our website, uh, Delgado 
protocol, P-R-O-T-O-C-O-L.com, DelgadoProtocol.com, they can locate my online courses, and from that, they can order the online course, which the book is $15.22, the printed book. Uh, We'll be mailing them out a a day after Valentine's Day, and uh, we're excited to send those books out to people, and only uh, for the purchase of the online course, which uh, right now is listed at, uh, I believe, $17, but we're going to give a special reduction. All they have to say is they saw the Josh Lane, uh, heard it on the Josh Lane Show, here's to your health, and we'll give them a special discount code, and that will allow them to acquire the online course for only $5, the e-book and the printed book uh, that will cover uh, the shipping, which is just $5 shipping, and that's all it will take. Nick, once again, give us the phone number where, where, guests, where people can call you. 949-720-1554. And once again, for $5 for the online course, that gives them the e-book uh, and the uh, the very clear videos and articles and information that will teach people exactly what they need to do, do to improve their relationship. Even if they've been married for 20 years, I've had couples read the book and enjoy the online course and learn step-by-step step how to take their relationship to a whole new level. So it's just $5 for the online course and $5 for shipping of the book. So their only investment is $10, and that special will last as long as your listeners through this month take advantage, and then it will be the usual rate uh, after this period of this quarter. Well, that sounds very good. Our guest has been Nick Delgado, who's a regular contributor to the show, and I'm always happy to have Nick uh, speak to the listening audience. He has a lot to say and has a great track record. And the number is 949-720-1554. That's 949-720-1554. Also want to mention that Nick uh, has worked with Arnold Schwarzenegger on uh, many good projects, including Arnold's important uh, world, you know, championship conferences uh, held in uh, Columbus, Ohio every year, almost every year, that are just so um, remarkably important. Uh, So Nick Delgado, it's a great pleasure to have him on the show. Uh, This is Josh Lane. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after these important messages. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. And most American diets are low in important omega-3 oils. Omega-3 oils are the vital components of fish that provide numerous health benefits. Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gems supply concentrated amounts of these omega-3 oils that are needed to support vision, brain function, and a healthy heart. Each great-tasting Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gem Soft Gel contains 1,250 milligrams of fish oil from deep cold-water fish. That supplies a full 800 milligrams of omega-3s, all in only one easy-to-swallow soft gel. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence, for they are tested for purity, potency, and freshness by an independent FDA-registered laboratory. Ask for Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gems at your favorite natural food retailer today. Domacha when only the best will do. Domacha pure Japanese matcha green tea created the traditional way. Domacha ceremonial matcha green tea, delicate flavor, shade grown, nutrient rich, 
Domacha Ceremonial Matcha Green Tea, the breakfast beverage of champions. Domacha Organic Ceremonial Matcha Green Tea, your tea of choice. We're back. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane. And my guest is the uh, Naomi Sifter, who is the founder of the four restaurant chain in Austin called Picnic Austin and has products using MCT oil and grass-fed butter, which are very popular now, uh, kind of, I guess, in the uh, paleo category uh, that are just extreme, that are really kind of sweeping the nation. Naomi, thanks for being a guest on the show. I do appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. So your company is called Picnic Austin, and you started out originally with with these restaurants with clean ingredients in, in the food. Is that, is that the way you see it? Yeah, absolutely. So actually, we started as a food truck in 2013. We started off in a little 150-square-foot shipping container um, that was perched on top of this little hill in Austin, and it was surrounded by a big grassy plot of land. So we felt like it was a perfect place for a picnic. So that's where the name came from. And it really was born out of my own dietary struggles. I grew up with lots of food sensitivities. I was gluten, soy, um, corn, and peanut-free, and I found that it was impossible for me to find a place to go out to eat. And so um, as somebody who'd worked in the restaurant industry for a long time, I felt like it was my calling to try and be the person to come up with a solution to that. And we opened our first location in that food truck um, in the spring of 2013. Right, right. So now, so in 2013. Now, before that, I so where did you get your, where, did you, where did you receive your undergraduate degree? I went to Syracuse University, and actually, I got my degree in musical theater. Righty. So, so, so Syracuse, you know, is obviously a very good school. Uh, yeah. Frankly. Uh, sure, uh, it's a very good school. And uh, after that, you you studied at uh, Sivananda. So you you have a good background in yoga. I do. Yeah. So you know, I was in college, and I really. Um, loved my experience there. Syracuse was a wonderful school, but about three quarters of the way through my education, um, I decided that I didn't want to live in New York City. It didn't seem right for me, and um, because I was a performer, that seemed like the place that I would need to go if I wanted to make a profession as a performer. So I decided to start looking into other opportunities, and um, I got really called to yoga. I started going to this um, yoga studio down the street from where I live. I started practicing every day just as a way to kind of support my daily life, but I fell in love with the practice. So I made a decision to kind of pursue it further, and I went and I lived in some ashrams right after college, which are very similar to, like, kind of like a monastery. They're just very spiritual places, and you do a lot of yoga and meditation and very clean diet, and that was really the first time that I learned about the mind-body connection and uh, became very conscious about the food that I was putting in my body and to how um, making different dietary considerations around like being gluten-free and soy and all of those ingredients can make a massive impact on your health and your mental state of mind. Yes, yes. Our guest is Naomi Seifer, uh, 
who is the president who started the uh, Picnic Austin, uh, uh, ch- I use the word chain, four locations in Austin, now which is, uh, you know, it's difficult to run enough to run one restaurant, let alone four. Mm-hmm. I mean, frankly, it's everyone kind of recognizes how much work that is seven days a week. And uh, now has, yeah, has products that include, have MCT oil and grass-fed butter because those seem pretty popular. So, Naomi, may I ask, did your parents have a background in wellness or do you just through trial and error recognize, I can't be scarred down all this coca-cola and terrible stuff i need to clean up my diet <laughs> that's a really interesting question actually my mom used to be a um, traditional western medicine doctor she uh, owned an urgent care clinic and she started to see that she was frustrated with just having to write prescriptions to make people well so she decided to kind of go more on the naturopathic route and so she's a physician who believes in holistic food and medicine So we kind of grew in, in parallel paths with each other. Oh, that's very lovely. It's nice to have a parent uh, who that you who supports your efforts, who understands. or coconut oil and we just feel like you know we've tried to recreate the traditional food experience that people are used to having but with better ingredients and i think that that's a popular stance anywhere people are looking for better ingredients across the board austin is a great hub for health and wellness so we've been really lucky to launch our business here but i really feel like this concept uh, will do great well whatever city we decide to open up in because it's what people are looking for well, Naomi, with with Picnic Austin, so you, know, you have four locations now. Can I ask who who comes to them? Is it just is it just everybody, or is it mostly is it college age kids? I mean, who who's going? You know, we see such a broad range of people. Like, you know, you'll walk in, you'll see a lot of people who might have just gotten out of a fitness class, you know, wearing their gym gear. But you'll also see gentlemen coming in. Um, on their lunch break and, and suits, um, we see families all the time who come in. Um, maybe their their child is celiac or they're looking for better ingredients. So, you know, one of the things unique is we actually have breakfast items all day. So we'll watch kids get pancakes at 9 o'clock at night, which is really fun. That's made with cassava flour and avocado oil and, you know, all sorts of good ingredients. So it's really just a broad range of people. We feel like it's a... a Perfect place for everybody. Oh wow, wow! So so you really kind of hit the mark. Well, Austin, you know, being a nice progressive town, and uh, so now, am I getting this correct? So your menu is just, it's just entirely gluten free, anyways. That is, so when people go in, they know that they're going to get something that they can handle. Yeah, 
absolutely. The whole menu is not only gluten-free, but we also don't use soy, corn, or peanuts. So somebody who has peanut allergies, for example, they can eat anything on our menu, um, and you'll never expect to come in and, like, get something that has cornstarch as a filler or a thickener. So we're using really creative ingredients that are derived from nuts or seeds or, you know, unique um like cassava flour is a great example. Um, we use rice flour, different ingredients like that to make the things that people are used to having every day, but with better ingredients. So we have like French toast and chicken tenders and pancakes, but also some really elevated uh, farmer's market plates. And so there's a broad range of items available for, for everybody. Well, that's really, you know, that's such a nice contemporary idea, and I'm glad it's a good business idea because it takes a long time to change the opinion of large numbers of people, but it just seems that today uh, more and more people recognize that food is important to our good health. It's not the only factor, but it's a significant factor, and people are starting to wake up to problems with gluten. Now, Naomi, do you have a rationale as to why there's so much problem with gluten these days? What's your, what's your thinking on that? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. I actually don't think gluten necessarily is the enemy. Like, I want to um, express a different point of view on that. One thing that I... I feel very strongly about is, is what we've done to wheat and gluten to make it difficult for our bodies to process. So, you know, gluten and wheat has gone through all sorts of genetic modifications and hybridization, and as a result, it has all these different proteins that our body isn't used to digesting. But einkorn wheat is a great example of a more ancient version of this crop that's easier for people to digest. So I've seen people who have celiac or who are gluten-free who introduce something like fine corn flour that has, you know, different amount of proteins, hasn't been through hybridization, is, uh, you know, kind of like a biblical wheat from, you know, years and years and years ago that people can eat this day and age and be fine with. So I really think it's what we have done to the crop through, you know, kind of the whole agricultural revolution. So uh, another thing is I think that there's other ways that you can treat wheat, like um, fermenting it and making it into sourdough to make it more digestible. But as a culture, we really just use refined wheat. Um, It's been through all these processes. We throw it into everything. We don't take into consideration um, um, all of those different things that we've done to it. And I think our body, as a result, has has difficulty processing it. So, you know, you feel that the fact that the wheat, among other things, that the genetically modified wheat, which is so prevalent now, is, is one of the risk factors why there's so much discussion these days that wheat is a problem for many people. I, I think so, for sure. Yeah. You know, and if you're, if you're not ready to give up the bread yet, you're not willing to go gluten-free, like, try something like einkorn or try spelt or some of these more ancient versions of the grain that um, could be more digestible. You may see that even if you have problems by, you know, focusing on how we did it in the olden days, you might have an easier time eating it. Okay, yeah, that really makes sense. It's the quality of the wheat. And also, I've heard some people uh, speculate that, indeed, the use of uh, glyphosate, which is in Roundup, is, uh, seems mm-hmm. to be a residue, which seems to be in many uh, food products. And some people 
uh, consider it to be a serious health issue. I believe the World Health Organization qualify, uh, uh, has mentioned it or listed it as a potential human carcinogen, which seems pretty serious. Oh, yeah. Doubt. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. And there's so many other things, obviously, beyond the type of weak light, like you said. And I mean, beyond that, there's uh, environmental toxins and chemical pollutants. And, you know, there's so many other components, which is why I think that things are really against us these day and age. We all live in kind of this urban environment with all sorts of stuff that's not, you know, genetically in alignment with the way that we used to live. And so I think that every day, if we can be conscious about making better decisions about the food that we eat, drinking clean water, you know, moving our bodies, exercising, whatever we can do to help combat all of those external factors that we don't have control over, the better. Yes, I, I agree. We're chatting with Naomi Sifter, who is... Uh who started the four-chain restaurant a chain in Picnic Austin, uh, and actually one of the locations is inside a Whole Foods in Austin, which is pretty important, that Whole Foods was kind of acting as a vetting system, likes your concept so much, they actually incorporated you into their, into their store, which is just remarkable. But we only have a few minutes left, Naomi, so I'd like to ask you about the, uh, the products you have that have MCT oil. So um, we decided that using... High-quality fats with the base of grass-fed butter and MCT oil would be the best platform as the base of these drinks because they're higher in good-quality fats. They're very satiating for your appetite. They give you great improvements in cognition and cognitive function. And when you combine them together, they just make you feel amazing. And so this became the back of all of the drinks that we made in-house, as well as grass-fed ways. So we had an additional digestible protein component to our drinks. So it was perfect for pre-workout, post-workout, breakfast, meal replacement, whatever. We just thought that they were amazing. And that part of our business took off, so we decided to bottle our top-selling innovation. And now those bottles are being sold at Whole Foods nationwide, in addition to some other um, beautiful key retailers around the country, so look us up. But we have um, six different ready-to-drink bottles, um, five of which have that base of grass-fed butter, MCC oil, and grass-fed whey, but with all different fun flavors. So we have a mocha latte, a dirty chai, an unsweetened cappuccino. Um, we've got a vanilla latte, an extra bold, which is almost like a double dark chocolate, like with no... Um, added sweetener at all. And then we have a vegan version of our drink made with full-fat coconut cream and MCT oil as well, which has turmeric, and that's our golden milk matcha. So we have those six flavors, and then we also have a butter coffee creamer that's in liquid format that you can add to your coffee or tea or put it in a smoothie or baked goods. Um, And it's incredibly versatile. So you can find us in grocery stores around the country, and it's just amazing for your health, your well-being, and the way that you feel. It's, they're magical. Wow. That, you know, that's pretty impressive. And so, so really, if I can characterize it this way, you're going after the more progressive Starbucks market, and you find there's a market for these progressive ideas. Is that it? Well, I just think that everybody wants food that tastes good that also happens to be good for you. Mm-hmm. And so... I think that there is something to be said about traditional flavor profiles that everybody really loves, but how do we make those with better, more functional, more health 
promoting ingredients. Wow. So that's kind of our whole mission with Picnic is to make tasty food and drinks that also happen to be good for you. Well, listen, Naomi Sifter from the, the CEO of Picnic Austin, it's been great talking to you. Uh, great Frank, to you too. Yeah, you. great products. Four locations in Austin. Uh, maybe you'll be seeing her nationwide with our chain. It's it's really impressive that there's now interest and a market for better quality ingredients in beautiful situations in beautiful restaurants, uh, which they have in Austin. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health, and we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after these important messages. Have you had your Carlson Norwegian fish oil today? Hello? Decades ago, scientists discovered why Greenland Eskimos maintain healthy hearts despite their high-fat diets. The high level of omega-3 oils in their seafood diet protected their hearts. Carlson Norwegian fish oil provides those important omega-3 oils. The same omega-3s from cold water fish support maximum brain power, immune strength, joint comfort, and our vision, too. Carlson, the very finest fish oil, is a valuable source of the important omega-3s EPA and DHA. Each teaspoon provides a full 1,600 milligrams of omega-3s. And its purity is guaranteed. Try it on salads and popcorn. It tastes like lemon, not fishy. As for Carlson, the very finest fish oil at finer health food stores today. The latest from the greatest. The best in new music by classic rockers. With your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that make me criminally insane? Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry and of course the rock stars themselves i'm the reverend al green and you're listening to the insane daryl wayne and i said wayne insane you can find it on amazon or blackstone audio search for the latest from the greatest from daryl wayne d-a-r-r-e-l-l-w-a-y-n-e Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne, aren't you? We're back. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here is to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane, and I'd like to talk about something that you don't see a lot of discussion about, and that's about the discussion of cottonseed oil in our food products and some of the problems associated with the use of cottonseed oil. And uh, so cottonseed oil is extracted from the seeds of cultivated cotton and is used in the manufacture of soaps and creams, lubricants, and at times it is in food, used in food processing. But cottonseed oil is known to cause many allergic reactions and is considered to be an inferior grade oil for human use. So sources of exposure. Cottonseed oil is found in many foods, especially in salad oils, margarines, mayonnaise, chips, and other fried foods. It's also found, actually, surprisingly, in uh, poorer quality olive oil and in hard candies, in chocolate candy, also in furniture polish and in paint. These may all contain cottonseed oil. 
and uh, sometimes sardines may be packed in cottonseed oil and also lard compounds and sometimes and also cottonseed oil may be used to polish uh, fruit which is kind of interesting a lot of us uh, I didn't actually know that uh, in addition in addition cottonseed oil is used in cosmetics in baby creams nail polish remover and body creams and also this will catch you by surprise <clears throat> cottonseed flour is also used in human food it's also found in fig newtons that was a great old product so we want to be cautious of the use of uh, cottonseed oil and also it can be used in the manufacture of xylose which is a sugar substitute which may be used in gum and in soft drinks and also cotton linters are short fibers that cling to the cotton uh, cotton seeds after the long fibers have been removed and these linters contain fragments of cotton seeds and thus have some uh, cottonseed oil in them uh, linters as well as cotton itself is used in cotton batting found in cotton pillows comforters and mattresses and cottonseed linters are also used in some varnishes in artificial leather and in weatherproofing and unfortunately cottonseed cake and meal are also used as fertilizer it's also used as feed for cattle poultry horses swine and sheep and sometimes barns and other places where animal feed is kept uh, may bring exposure careful avoidance of all cottonseed oil containing foods and materials is important for people who are sensitive to cottonseed oil and so the substitution would be any other high-quality non-reactive oil and among the best really is olive oil and probably second best is a very good quality uh, coconut oil so this is Josh Lane and we're gonna take a short break we'll be right back every day is a day when only the best will do Domacha is pure Japanese green tea created the only way matcha should be the traditional way Domacha is made from shade grown leaves harvested young carefully destemmed, cold stored, and always slowly stone ground. Never over processed, never superheated, and never any rough fiber fillers. Dough Matcha Green Tea is flavorful and nutrient rich. So why drink Dough Matcha? Why drink anything else? for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. If you have any questions about the guests or topics discussed tonight, please give us a call at 818-707-0005. That number is 818-707-0005. This is Josh Lane. On behalf of the cast and crew, I would like to wish you a healthy and safe good evening. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. California headline news, strange twist in the